in a world where frauds and scams can be disguised as legitimate opportunities and anyone can be a self-proclaimed business expert. Who do you trust? Before you invest time or money, listen in to make sure your business is in the clear. Welcome to the In The Clear Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Reckla, and today we are interviewing one of the members of the Clear Business Directory. And first off, I just got to let everybody know that Russell Dennis is by far one of the most authentic and genuine individuals I have ever met. He's served this country, and now he continues to serve others in his business. His focus is on nonprofits. His business is RD Enterprises, LLC, and Russell joins us on the show today. Russell, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, Justin. Well, Russell, I know we've met multiple times and we've interacted on several different occasions from events to some special circumstances that we've come and done some work together on assisting some people with some really specialty needs. And your leadership abilities are top-notch, and I'm so excited to have you on the show because you bring a value to the nonprofit sector that is so needed. Can you let our listeners know exactly what it is you do for those nonprofits? Well, essentially, it boils down to me helping nonprofits find more money and attract more support for their causes so they can help more people, and that's to resources include everything from money to talent. And it's very important. I focus on nonprofits that are smaller, which is a tougher market to serve. I look at those that have budgets under $100,000 and fewer than three employees because they're out there on the front lines and they need the most assistance generally. And they're doing good work. And so I want to try to serve those folks. Fantastic. And I know you've got a very extensive background doing a variety of things. And I know the nonprofit sector is one of your passions. What's one of the reasons that really drew you to working with nonprofits? You know, Justin, to be truthful, I sort of fell into it by accident. (laughs) As a new college graduate in the mid 90s, I ended up going to work for the Aroostook Band of Micmacs, a federally recognized Native American tribe. I had friends that were Mi'kmaq Indians, and they knew I was going to school, and they said, you're going to school for business. You could really help us. <laughs> <laughs> and so I stumbled into it, and what I didn't know was that a federally recognized tribal government is pretty self-contained. It's almost like a state, federal, and city, county government all rolled up into one. And uh, I walked in. My title was Director of Economic Development, but I ended up uh, with a Department of Education grant on my desk day one. And by the time the smoke cleared, not only had I work around small businesses, but housing, needs assessments, Head Start, infrastructure, social programs, just everything. I love it. And what's neat about your skill set is oftentimes small business owners will find that they're just too close to the situation. And you know, especially a nonprofit who's got added stresses of generating revenue and coming up with funds. But to have somebody like you who can put a fresh set of eyes on things to identify some creative ways on, okay, where can we find these resources? What's some ways that we can structure this? How do we do that? That's so important for those organizations to be able to have somebody fresh like you to bring into their business. Well, yeah, the most important asset that any nonprofit will have is people. And like other businesses, developing your people is critical. And a lot of the smaller nonprofits don't have the resources to do that. So when you start, it's critical to have 
people not just on your board, but advisors and other people who have skill sets that offset the ones that you lack. So collaboration is the key to doing that and talking to the right people, people that have the same values and want to see the same things accomplished. So your people are your biggest asset. And when you're out there raising funds for a cause, it's really no different than, say, venture capital or going to a financial institution for money. What venture capitalists generally bet on is the team that you've assembled to put a venture together. And when people are donating money to nonprofits or writing grants or giving grants to nonprofits, essentially they're betting on your team and your ability to serve the people that you set out to serve. Absolutely. And having you a part of the team is one of those extra added layers, not only because your leadership skills, but you operate transparently. You're like, again, you're one of the most authentic people I have ever met. And we're proud to have you a part of the clear business directory and the value that you bring to those businesses, those nonprofits and, and the message that you carry forward also of operating transparency. You know, the nonprofit sector has gotten hit pretty bad over the last three to five years with individuals calling certain entities out on their authenticity and the transparency of where the money that the nonprofit raises actually goes. Well, yeah, I mean, we've heard all sorts of things, particularly around Wounded Warriors, a veterans organization, which that was a very big hit. It's really important to have that transparency and have people establish some confidence in what you're doing. It's tough, especially for smaller and newer nonprofits, I mean, people generally won't give you a chance. They don't know enough about you. They don't know enough about your track record. And so you have to inspire confidence any way that you can. And the other word that you said earlier that I almost never hear in any nonprofit discussions, the word value. It's not a corporate term. And nonprofits like profit-making entities deliver value to the audiences they serve. And there's primarily two. Those would be the people that receive the services directly and the people who are paying for them. So it's important to raise money. You really have to communicate that value. So when you're looking for funds, you have to instill confidence that they'll be used wisely and find out what's valuable to people that might want to volunteer. Why would somebody volunteer for your organization? Why would they donate to your organization? What's in it for them? And in the word, that's value. And when you can communicate that value, clearly you'll be able to attract the people that you need to help you in the fund. Absolutely. Absolutely. That value, and like you said, stems a lot of times from the people that are involved in that's the huge. And again, like the smaller nonprofits are the ones that are going to face some of the biggest challenges. And they're lucky to have you out there to be able to service their needs and assist them with some of their challenges. Russell, you've been in business for quite a while, especially in the nonprofit sector. Is there anything that in your time in the business world, is there anything that you wish you could go back and do over again or relearn faster? Is there anything that comes up for you? Well, what I would like to do is if I had it to do again would be to step back and try to be more proactive in planning. My time with the Aroostook Band of Micmacs was a baptism by fire. <laughs> if I had known more about using or looking to more diverse sources of funding, looking to fill those skill gaps in other ways, finding more ways to collaborate with other entities, it really would have served us a lot better as far as being able to put some programs together. 
Yeah, that's it's one of those things, you know. If we go back and learn that again and do that over, we get along to where we are a lot faster. That's absolutely fantastic. So, Russell, what is one thing you want to communicate to our listeners about who you are and what you do? That If you could share that one thing about you and your business and how you serve people, what would that be? Well, aside from my time with the Roosted Band of Micmacs, I spent five years as an IRS auditor. And these two things have to come together. When people come into your office, you have to see the whole person because there's a whole set of problems. They might come into me initially to talk about starting a business, but I happen to know some of those people were looking for assistance with heating. They lived in substandard housing. Their children were trying to get their educations. So you have to see a whole person. You have to look at people with compassion. What I learned in my time at the IRS, though, is it's important to have systems and accountability. And you have to do that in order to be effective. So compassion has to meet systems. It has to meet compliance. Compassion and compliance uh, have to meet in the middle to be completely effective as a nonprofit leader. And so I've been able to do both. I was very successful as an auditor. I was promoted three times. (laughs) So I had success at that. And I think I was successful at establishing connections for the Micmac community. I accomplished a few things over the 10 years there. Of course, with nonprofits, people of compassion, you never feel like you've done enough because there's so much need out there. And a lot of people working in the nonprofit field go home feeling like, if only I could just do a little bit more. Yeah, and I think we're seeing a shift in not only nonprofits, but in business across the board that are just raising the bar on how business gets done and reconnecting with individuals and coming from a compassionate place and operating on authenticity and transparency. And fortunately, there are individuals like yourself who are out there leading the way in that new way of doing business. Russell, is there a website that we can send members to that they can go check out and learn a little bit more about your services? Well, they can go to russelldennis.com to learn a little bit more. That's my uh, website. I am on a number of platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn with the uh, username rmanrussden. That's R-M-A-N-R-U-S-S-D-E-N. So I have that username for both Twitter and LinkedIn. I'm on Google+. I'm on GoRead. GoRead.com, our man Russ Den. So I have, you know, but RussellDennis.com is a good place to start. Fantastic. So I'm everywhere. And I try to put out information on operating nonprofits. I write articles to that effect. Somebody would like to schedule a discovery session. They can schedule one on my website that links right to my calendar. And I'm happy to have a 30-minute discovery session with anyone that uh, is operating a nonprofit that would like to just chat and no pressure, just have a chat and talk about where they are and what they'd like to accomplish to see if I can offer them some new things to consider and some alternatives. And so I've written some articles on things to consider before you start a nonprofit. 
I just posted one on LinkedIn today, seven alternatives to starting a nonprofit. Nice. So if you're a person of purpose, there are a number of different ways. And so check that out on LinkedIn. Absolutely fantastic. So if you want to get a free session, free 30 minute session with Russell, reach out to him on his website, russelldennis.com or check out his profile in the Clear Business Directory at clearbusinessdirectory.com. Russell, thank you so much for being on the show today. And I look forward to seeing you again soon. Always a pleasure, Justin. Thank you very much. Awesome. Thank you. If you or your business has been ripped off by a fraud or scam, visit in the clearpodcast.com and let us know.